Welcome to Virtual Meditation with Shiloh. Uh, hello? Today I, oh. we're working on forgiving ourselves for not knowing the difference between upload and download speeds before getting cable internet. <laughs> That's oddly specific. Repeat after me. I am not my cable internet. Wait, um, I, I, I don't have cable. I'm not a bad... If my video calls, more like video stalls. Uh, hey Shiloh, there's something... I will get AT&T fiber. <laughs> And I will switch classes until you do. Slow upload speeds? You're not a bad person. You just need better internet. With 20 times faster upload speeds, AT&T Fiber delivers a faster internet experience than cable. Get AT&T Fiber with no annual contract. Limited availability in select areas. Call 1-877-ONLY-ATT. Check eligibility at att.com slash getfiber. Based on combined internet 1,000 wired up and download capacity versus major cable providers, one gig service with uploads of 35 megabits per second. Speeds vary, not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. So excited that you made a decision to join me today from all over the world. And guess what? I believe that you're going to find exactly what you've been searching for, what you've been praying about. And I want you to open up your spirit so that you can receive the download that you've been searching for. Well, uh, it is a beautiful day here in the ATL. It is sunny and cold, but I ain't complaining, y'all. I'm so grateful that you uh, open up your home and your heart to me every week to listen to me. I'm, I'm so honored and so grateful. Well, I have a great show for you today. Uh, we have a very powerful guest, and we're going to get right to it. Uh, she's going to be talking about the law of attraction. And uh, she's been on the show before, Susan Shira Young. She's going to talk to you about you are not stuck. Anybody need to hear that? Well, I want you to certainly stay tuned. I want to remind you to visit me on my social media platforms, Twitter, Clubhouse, if you're in Clubhouse, and uh, Instagram is LOA Constance. Y'all need to go to my YouTube channel and subscribe. There you will see videos of me. Uh, I normally do a video once a week. So go to my YouTube channel, Think, Believe, and Manifest, or Constance Arnold. And on Facebook, Coach with Constance. I think that's it. But I'm really excited because this week, uh, this Saturday, will begin my four-week relationship mastermind. Yay! It starts February the 27th through March 27th. You know, I've been thinking I might need to call it a boot camp. So I'm going to be calling out, giving a shout out to 20 women from all over the world. I'm going to be teaching you healing your soul, shifting your mindset to manifest the 
the love that you deserve. Don't you know that you deserve love? You know, I know what it's like to, to be praying to God and feeling sad. You know, the Bible says that hope deferred makes the heart sad. But what I didn't realize was that I needed to align my own choices, my thinking, my beliefs about who I really was. You know, some of you, uh, you know that you've been settling for relationships that, that have been beneath you. And so, you know, the interesting thing is, I get that. And so aren't you tired of spending the holidays by yourself? Or, you know, even when you go home to a family reunion, people say, child, have you met anybody yet? And I just sense that there's a lot of sadness in the lives of women who are not in connected, loving, deserving relationships. You know, the interesting thing about a mastermind is you have like-minded people from all over the world. It's not going to be large, only 20 people, and you're going to be partnered with one other person. And it's for women who are single, but it's also for women, I'm talking to you, you're in a relationship and you know that that relationship is over. You already know that you're in it because you are afraid to move out, you know, out of your comfort zone. You know that it is not working for you. So it's for you also. You know, Napoleon Hill said uh, one of the principles in Think and Grow Rich is the power of a mastermind. If you've never been in a mastermind, it's an awesome experience. Uh, you know, as I said last week, the state of Georgia paid me a half million dollars to go around the state and really help women to identify their stuff, their patterns, and uh, help them to change their choices because you never choose any higher than how you see yourself so that they could sustain their employment. It was a powerful experience. And so, so what's going to happen in this mastermind group? Uh, it's going to be exclusive weekly coaching via Zoom. So you're going to be in the coaching group. I'm going to have a private Facebook group where we're going to have um, Q&A. You can ask me questions. I'm going to give you answers. You're going to have a weekly assignment, y'all. That's why I said this might need to be a uh, more of a boot camp. You're going to have a weekly accountability partner. That means that you and that partner will either by phone, uh, by, by Zoom, I don't care how you do it, by Skype, uh, by Messenger, you're going to connect uh, once a week you know, for accountability purposes. Of course, you're going to receive my attracting genuine love. Uh, and plus, I'm going to give you a one-hour coaching session during that time. That's worth $200. And so if you're ready for change, if you're ready to invest in yourself, I've broken down the payment into two uh, installments. So the full payment is $399, but you can make it in two payments. And it's going to be life-changing. I'm going to be praying over body. So I'm bringing with, uh, with me 25 years as a master coach, a master counselor, and a master manifester. And, and and so if you've been searching, 
if you've been praying, I said on Instagram, on, my, on some social media platform, stop praying and get in the vibration of being. So I'm going to be giving you strategies, teaching you how to position yourself for love, teaching you how to forgive, release, and put your past behind you, taking a look at your childhood stuff that's been influencing your choices. Uh, teaching you how to change paradigms and the belief about you deserving. You know, so many women, they think, well, if I lose 30 pounds, that has nothing to do with the view. However you view, whatever you view is what you're going to do. You never choose any higher than what you, how you see yourself. So we're going to be dealing with healing your soul, shifting your mindset to manifest the love that you deserve. Ladies, you deserve love. So I'm going to cut this off, the registration. I'm going to cut it off uh, by Friday the 26th. It's going to be a private, intimate group. We're going to connect, we're going to communicate, and we're going to have community. I can't wait to work with you. Uh, visit my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Let's make it happen. <clears throat> You're worth the investment. And I think that is it. So we're going to go to these quick commercials. And then I'm going to be right back with my very special guest, everybody. Stay For tuned. the past 30 years, Constance Arnold has coached clients globally in the areas of relationships, wealth, and career. Her vast clinical background gives her extraordinary understanding of human behavior to accelerate manifestation. Every coaching client receives proven action plans to create change from the inside out. Constance will be right by your side. Talk to her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Do you have an upcoming event where you need a dynamic speaker? Constance Arnold is a sought-after keynote speaker that will enlighten the entire audience with proven strategies that are aligned with your organization's vision and mission. An experienced speaker for major Fortune 500 companies, Constance has entertained audiences with inspiring change. Constance would love to make your next event an extraordinary success. Contact her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. Well, everybody, I am back and I'm really excited. And I know what you're saying, Constance, you always excited and you got that right. But especially today, uh, my very special guest is Susan Shearer Young, and she is a recognized life coach who focuses on helping her clients to transform their lives by changing their inner game. We know that it's the inner game that's really important. She's really smart, y'all. She is a graduate of the University of Michigan and Harvard Law School. Uh, she was formerly a practicing corporate attorney. And then she realized, I really want to help people live their best life and take control of their lives, etc. And so she is the author of How to Allow, which is one of her previous books. Uh, working with the law of attraction to allow your natural well-being. And that book was recognized as one of the best books on the law of attraction in 2012. 
Y'all know how many books have been written on the law of attraction and also chosen as a nominee for the best of books on the law of attraction in 2015. Now she's here today to talk to us about her latest book. I just love the title. Uh, You're not stuck. Let the law of attraction allow life to happen for you and start living an awesome life. Y'all better get ready. Uh, Susan Shearer Young is in the house. So Susan, welcome back to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Thank you. I'm really happy to be here, Constance. You are so smart. I tell you what, um, I'm excited about having you. So you're in Pennsylvania. Where are you? I'm in Maryland right now, not too far from D.C. Okay. Are you snowed in or are you... uh... Oh, yeah. I mean... (laughs) Relatively speaking, it's when you're in D.C., it doesn't take that much snow to be snowed in. It's not like back in the day when I lived in Boston and it would snow and nobody would even talk about it. It was like business as usual. But here, um, it doesn't take much and everybody goes into a panic. We've got, looking out the window, it was snowing a little while ago. We got a couple inches of snow, but we've got ice. So, But we've also got electricity and heat. So I'm very grateful. Yeah, giving a shout out to all of my listeners and everybody in Texas and those other states who this week have experienced a very difficult time. And so, Susan, before we get started um, with your book, I want to know, I ask all of my guests this, how have you made it through the pandemic? Because, you know, when people hear folks like us, they think, you know, we just like on the cloud floating around and everything is perfect. So. You know, funny that you say that, because I think, first of all, it's def- I, I want to answer the question about the pandemic, but generally, I think that people who work with other people to help them improve their lives, we have a little judge in our head that is sometimes saying, wait a minute, girl, you're, you're not doing what you're supposed to, you know, you know this stuff, and you should be doing it, and you're telling everybody else to do it, and it's working for them. It's almost, you know, added pressure that everything should be perfect. And of course it's not. And when it's your own stuff, you have to kind of take even a longer step back to look at it with a different perspective. And it's so much easier to do it with clients. But that being said, um, I've gotten through the pandemic so far pretty well. But I don't think it's been that different from everybody else. I have not been floating around on a cloud. Um, that would be nice. Um, and I think we talked about the fact that the UPS guy has become our best friend. Absolutely. (laughs) Oh my God. And, you know, I I think I even mentioned, you you know, you have these nice clothes and you're thinking, huh, wonder what I'll wear to take the trash down in case one of the neighbors sees me. (laughs) That's about about as good as it gets. So no, that, um, I think all kidding aside, the hardest part for me for a while, um, because I already work at home. So work, work from home has not been a thing for me. But um, I have three kids that are adults, and they happen to live in like, COVID hotspots. One, my daughter's in San Francisco, and my two sons are both in New York City. And it's really tempting to worry. And to, you know, go, especially in the beginning when New York was so crazy. Right. And one of the things as a law of attraction focused coach is that 
I realize that for the people that I care about or the people I work with, it's really important that I don't look at them as having problems and look at them with fear or worry. And I've done a really good job with my kids in not worrying about them and thinking about them as capable. And of course, everything's going to be okay. They're very resilient. But that that start, that was sort of the biggest challenge. And um, I didn't see any of them for a year. And I finally saw my two sons at Christmas. My daughter's on the West Coast, so it, it, we couldn't pull that off yet, but we will. But, um, you know, I do feel that whenever there's some, I mean, there's no question that the last year, 2020, has, we would call that contrast in law of attraction, meaning it contrasts with what you want. There were so many aspects of it that have been challenging. And one thing that I have really learned over the years is almost every situation that feels like contrast, there is something in there that is actually going to help you to move forward. And believe me, I get it from everybody I've talked to and in my own experience that 2020, you were going, there's something good here, seriously? Like, <laughs> yeah. And then you'd think, okay, well, this is as bad as it's going to get. Nothing more is going to, and then be like, no, actually, no, it's, it's getting a little worse. So um, I did really encourage my clients to look at this as a time that wasn't available before. And, and I did the same thing because suddenly we had the benefit of being by ourselves a lot more. And it was, you know, it has been lonely at times and the, the lack of connection has, has been difficult for a lot of people. But I do feel like almost everybody I've worked with, and I've felt this, that it gave me time to just think and reflect and think, is this the way I want to be living my life? Are there changes I would like to make? Are there things I, I could be thinking about differently? Whereas when we're usually so busy with all those other activities, going out to dinner, going to the gym, going to visit people, doing that, we just, we don't have that. And um, I've gained a lot of insights and definitely, I, this is kind of funny, but one of my clients even completely improved her relationship with her husband by being stuck in a small apartment with him. Now you would think it'd be the opposite because everybody's, right. there are a lot of jokes about things people are saying to each other because they're getting driven crazy by each other. But she said, she, she now knows she has the love of her life and he loves her exactly for who she is. So that was a wonderful thing that happened from having, from her having to slow down because she was moving very quickly. She's in entertainment and was traveling and doing all these things. And it's, it's been good. And for me, I, I was able to write this book, which yeah. I, I, I'd been I, wanting to do, but well, it's, it's sometimes there's, Oh, I've got my coaching calls and I've got this to do and this to do. And it's hard to switch gears into writing, which is much more creative and you need big, big chunks of time. All of a sudden I had them and the title, you're not stuck. I, the inspiration for that book came from so many people contacting me, you know, for coaching or just emailing me and saying, I'm stuck. I'm stuck in place. One woman said, I'm stuck in quicksand. I mean, probably half the people that contact me, the word stuck is used. So I already had that in my mind. 
as something that I wanted to deal with to help people to understand that they're really not stuck. They've never been stuck. And then this pandemic happening, I think it really heightened the feeling of being stuck for everybody. I mean, talk about feeling stuck when you literally are <laughs> thinking, okay, so now what am I going to do? Um, I did that. I did that project. I did that project. I fixed up my house. Now what? I mean, you really, you know, or I, I can't go visit someone to cheer myself up. It, the feeling of stuff got magnified. So it, it turned out, I don't think the, um, the premise of the book is limited to this pandemic, but it's interesting how that all became heightened while I was writing the book and even helped me to have more insights. Well, I got like a hundred questions for you from okay. the book. So let's get started. I love the title, by the way, and you just talked about this. Um, I love it that you really go back and, and kind of summarize the law of attraction. So my first question is explain and define the law of attraction formula. Okay. Um, and I wrote about this in my other book, How to Allow and a lot of people told me that when they read that, that was the first time they finally mm -hmm. got it, how it really worked. So I thought, you know, I know a lot of people reading this are savvy about the law of attraction, but it does not hurt to refresh people's recollections of how it works. And I also want to go a little deeper and add a little bit more to it. So okay. I did begin with saying, you know, the way this works is you put out what you want to the universe Second, the universe responds and immediately goes to work to start pulling together all the cooperative components to put together the thing that, you, that you're asking for by thinking about it. And the final thing, this is, which is our only work, is for us to raise our vibrations to that high level that's a match to the things that we want. It's already done. And if you can think about it that way as it's done, that's such a different perspective than I have all this work to do to, you know, to make this happen. And one thing I added in this book that I thought was important is I think a lot of us, I mean, a lot of us pray, we talk to our guides, we meditate, we, you know, have all these Sometimes we have rituals we do to try to make sure that the universe or God or spirit or source knows what we want. And I was realizing that it can be actually kind of counterproductive to keep doing that. There's nothing wrong with prayer, talking to your guides. I do all of the above. But if we keep repeatedly asking or writing down what we want, it's sending a vibration of I don't think it's happened yet rather than it's already done and it's in my vibrational escrow. If we knew that it was, we wouldn't have to keep asking, right? Right, I love that. Thank you. So my, what I try to do when I think of it, I'm not saying I'm perfect, is say thank you for that rather than, oh God, please, please, please. Because when we're in that sort of begging mode, the vibe is, it's, you it's don't have there. it. I don't have it. And so what the universe is hearing is, oh, you don't have your new house? Okay, here you go. Here's more no new house. Or you don't have your romantic relationship. That's what it's hearing. I don't have it yet. 
when is it coming? It's not here yet. It's taken so long. And the universe is there at, it's like our concierge in the sky. And it goes, okay, here you go. More, you don't have a relationship. And we think we're putting it out there in a way that's helping to manifest it, but we're actually slowing manifestation down by repeatedly asking. So a big part of this book, and we'll get to some of that, is realizing you've already put it out there just by thinking about it. You don't have to go keep repeating that unless it feels really good to do that. And I like to do it just by saying thank you for that. Like, I know it's, I know it's here. I know it's on its way. I love that. You mentioned vibration. Let's talk about that. What do you mean by vibration? Expound on that for listeners. Okay. So your vibe, this is something I discovered a long time ago, and I was, it was like life-changing for me to realize that the mood that we're in, basically the thoughts we're thinking, what's going through our heads, and some of it's almost like background noise, our beliefs, thoughts, and then the actions we're taking create a vibration that's literally just being emitted from us. And everything has a vibration. You know, even our pets have a vibration and every person has it. So it's, if you think about it, it's really worth making the vibration as pure as possible because that is literally going out there and pulling things in that match it. So if our vibration is not, not so great, I mean, don't panic about that, but take note of it and think about ways to improve it. Because if it's not great, we're allowing ourselves to pull in some of the murky, you know, negative energy that's out there, the thoughts that other people have thought that are out there that are, you know, when we're in a bad place, it's like we're more receptive to that kind of stuff. But I really don't want that to sound scary. It should be what I'd like to do if I notice that my vibe could, could stand some improvement. You know, I'm in a, I'm in a mood about something. I, I try to say, good job, girl. You know, you, you noticed it. Good for you rather than, oh, there you go again. That's so much more helpful. You've immediately shifted into something positive rather than finding fault with yourself. So I like to say, hey, Susan, nice job. You're becoming more sensitive to that. You're not tolerating being in a funk. You're going to do what you can to try to change it. And another one thing I also do want to make clear is that's not to say you shouldn't be willing to feel your feelings if you're feeling them. That, that it's not helpful just to try to bury it, deny it, you know, pretend it's not there. The idea is to feel it. If I notice that, I'm, you know, something's driving me a little crazy, um, feel it, think about why I'm feeling that way. And I do, I will get to that later, but I actually have a really great process in the book, which I hope you saw that helps you to release negative thoughts that you just feel like you can't get rid of. But the important thing is feel it and then say, is there a different perspective on this that feels better? And there always is. We always realize, you know, realize, Oh, I'm judging this person that made me mad, but 
that, you know, that's just about them. It's not about me. There's always some way of looking at it and then saying my vibration is the most important thing to me. So I'm not going to stay on this rant because it's not helpful and I don't feel good. And feeling good is the most important thing. Feeling good is the vibration we all want to have. I love that. And so, you know, we all have been in a contrast so different than what we could have ever imagined globally. So how can listeners begin to understand the contrast, make the contrast work for them and shift their vibration? I know that's a lot of questions, but what do we do with contrast when everything goes against anything that we've ever experienced, known, if there's lack, lack of love? Uh, this is not what I thought my life would look like, et cetera. What should listeners do? Okay. Yeah, there, I can think of about five things within that that I'd really like to highlight. So I'm going to try to make okay. it as simple as possible. But I mean, that's an excellent question because one thing that I feel I know much more clearly now than I did 10 years ago or even five years ago is that even the contrast is valuable and no situation has any meaning other than what we give to it. That that's pretty powerful. If you think of it. Yeah. I mean, it can feel hard to grasp. It's like, wait, 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 you're trying to say this situation is neutral and it's only has the meaning that I assign to it. And it's true. I, I happen to believe it's true. And it's not always easy to see that there are benefits from the contrast or that it's helping you to expand, but it is almost if, I mean, I'm sure you can relate to this. Everyone can, where we've had something go, go down that is like, oh man, I, you're saying that was to my benefit. Um, I actually wrote a blog post about this and the title of it was something like, wait, even that? I remember one of my clients who had gone through something like Jerry Springer crazy. And she said, Susan, that's the best post you've ever written because we were able to take it to where even that was helpful. Because when you, with the benefit of a little bit of reflection, when you've gotten yourself through it, you can say, I wouldn't be the person I am now if I hadn't gone through that. That has made me more, I don't, you know, depending on the thing, resilient, stronger. I, I'm more clear about what I want and what I don't want, what boundaries I'll have. Um, I, I, do, I think I do mention in the book also, it seems like contrast should be avoided at all costs, but that's not true. Because if we didn't have any contrast, we'd have no way of really appreciating anything. It's like the contrast helps us to see more clearly what we really do want. And that's how we keep moving forward. I'm not suggesting we should have a lot of contrast. We definitely could do with less. And most of us have too much contrast. We could, we could bring it down to where it's you know, a very a small thing that just inspires us to change. So that is the goal, is not to eliminate all contrast, but be able to say, even when it happens, I know something good is going to come from this. And sometimes it's, it's a big bounce when it's particularly tough contrast. And when you can think of it that way, 
you've already changed the direction and the momentum of your vibration to looking for a solution, looking for growth, looking for the improvement. You know, I heard I heard on the news um, for all my international listeners in Texas this week, this past week, uh, they had a snowstorm and the whole state was without electricity and 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 people's water pipes, you know, they exploded and burst. And I heard this one man say, wow, I'd never realized how important and valuable water is. And because we have been without water for three days, I really cherish water. I really cherish heat. And I really cherish my neighbors. So that's a great example of extreme contrast happening. But yes. out of it, he just pulled that great negative. Oh, yeah. I, I saw that, something. That, that great nugget, not that negative. great nugget. <laughs> that great nugget. Yeah, I saw something about that where this, um, it was a couple that had moved there. And I think they're um, from another country. And they hadn't been able to get to know any of their neighbors because of the pandemic. And now they were going out and delivering food to their neighbors and meeting everybody. And it was like, wow, that would not have happened if not for this. And right. things are going to be different for all of them. They're going to be friends and they wouldn't have been if this hadn't happened. So there is always something. I love that. So, you know, one principle you talk about is easy breezy. So what does that mean for listeners when they're shifting and changing and thinking differently and aligning and vibrating? What does that mean? And what would that look like? Okay. Yeah. The easy breezy con concept. It's funny because I, I have a friend from law school that I always think of my smartest friend, smartest person I know. And she always says to me, when we're going to do something, oh, I'll make the reservation or whatever. Easy peasy. She says, easy peasy. And I always think, I wish I would just go think easy peasy more often. And right after I had that thought, I was on a coaching call with another client and she, we were talking about taking a lighter touch with manifesting, not feeling like we had to work so hard at it. And she said, oh yeah, it needs to be easy breezy. Mm. And I said, yeah, I love that. All right, I'm going to easy breezy is what we're going to go with. Cause I've always sort of had a soft spot in my heart for that. The idea of easy but I guess that the main premise is that, and I think I get, yes, I did give an example um, in my book about this. I had a client recently who's so amazing, just this really, really kind woman with two little kids, husband, taking care of her mother at home, working so hard. She has her PhD, but she's teaching classes at night, trying to teach mm -hmm. meditation online, doing all of it, just working, really getting up at 5.30 in the morning to meditate. And things really weren't working for their family. It was just like this feeling of just struggle. And I helped her to think about, you know, you don't have to meditate, visualize, write things down, do, you know, feel like you have to do 10 things a day to be able to get what you want you have to like backing off on all of that stuff and enjoying your life more is going to be more effective than doing those things, doing some of those things when they feel really good. And you feel like, like you could say an affirmation that you totally believe in great. But if you're using affirmations and you don't believe in them, 
it's like, again, like you're sending a message to the universe of the opposite of what you want. Cause a lot of people say they want to lose weight and they're thinking I'm fit and trim and I, you know, I'm at my ideal weight and they really think they need to lose 15 pounds. The universe is hearing what they actually feel, which is that they need to lose 15 pounds and they're getting back from the universe. Here you go. You still need to lose 15 pounds. But so this woman working so hard at it, things weren't really, weren't really going. And I taught her a technique to release like the loop of thoughts in her head, which I don't know about you, but uh, that happens for me. Everybody I know. Every day. I think of it as like being a dog with a bone and I can't let go of it. And you're, and I'm sitting there like, Hey, you know, girl, you know, better stop, you know, this, and that doesn't work. But I, I have in the book a process that you can go through and think about the thought and these like, like 10 little quick steps and they're gone. And I gave it to this client. And by doing that, she started to realize how much she was going through her day oh my God, oh my God, I got to do this. I got to do this. I haven't done this yet. I haven't done this. And it wasn't working. And as soon as she started doing that, it made her realize how much there was that negative loop in her head. So the easy breezy idea for, in her case, was to back it down, not feel like she has to be working on her new business, her meditation course, this all at the same time. And she started doing things with her family she and her husband started taking the kids on outings. She just she started doing embroidery. She hadn't done it in years. And her husband sent me an email to say, thank you. Everything is better here. Because his wife was feeling so much happier. And they were getting, you know, things were manifesting for them as a result of taking that lighter touch approach where you're mostly focused on maintaining your good vibration and then taking action toward your goals when you're inspired to do it, not forcing it and grinding it out like a lot of us do. Oh, I love that. I know this of this one man, uh, just speaking of doing one thing. And all he said was, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want that one Bible verse. The Mm -hmm. Lord is my shepherd. And he meditated on that. He spoke that. He believed that. He would go uh, in a quiet place every day to meditate and to pray. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And so when he began to do that one thing, and we're talking to listeners about not feel like you got to do all of this stuff to make anything happen. He got a download about what stock to invest in. He didn't know anything about stock. He was... (laughs) He didn't even know anything about Wall Street. But the bottom line is, with that one verse, somebody else may have a mantra, he became a multi-multi-millionaire. So for listeners, many times they think, I got to do an hour of power. No, just flow with it. You know, even with me, I, I flow with whatever I feel like I'm supposed to do for that day. For example, today, I haven't, quote unquote, had any quiet time, whatever that means. But I just sort of go with the flow. So that's a great principle. I love that. Oh, yeah. You know, um, it's interesting. I think a a big part of this you're not stuck theme, um, there's two two big things that I think people want to adopt that is going to be game changing. And 
one of those is not working so hard at it, but like, let's say three things, because the other part is to stop living in the past and be forward focused. And I think almost all of us are, you know, do that at times. I know I do. I think everybody I know does. And generally there's something, some things that happen in the past that we don't feel good about. And we're still running that script in our heads. And when we're doing that, we're not focused forward in that way that's taking us toward the things we want. And I, I would recommend reading the book because I really do a deep dive into that. Um, talking about how you have to kind of forgive the situation, forgive the person. If there's somebody who did something that, you know, and a lot of, there are a lot of things people have done where you feel like, Oh no, that that's unforgivable. Like I, I can't, I can't do that. Or, Oh, they, they should have known better. Or I should have known better. A lot of times we blame ourselves for situations that happen and we're still letting them have an effect on the way our life is now. So that is a very big part of the book that I try to emphasize. And I, I know the forgiveness part can be hard, but it's essential. And leaving the past behind is essential. And one thing that occurred to me, even as I finished the book, was why does it feel so hard to forgive sometimes? That word forgive just sounds so loaded. And when you think of some things that people have done, you're like, forgive? Are you kidding me? Like, how could I? But I started thinking like, what does, what does forgiveness mean? And I thought about the for and the give. And I said, oh my God, this, this, is, this feels life-changing to me. It's giving ourselves permission to move forward. Mm. So it's not even about the other person or the situation. It's just deciding, okay, it's, that is done. I'm not going to keep thinking about it, not because everything that person did was okay or everything that happened was okay. It, was, it wasn't okay, but it's no longer relevant, and I'm giving myself permission to move forward. I, to me, that when I think forgive and I think that instead of I, the, the forgiveness, it shouldn't be that way, but we almost think of it as giving the person a pass for what they did, and that doesn't feel right. It's just too hard. And I mean, it'd be nice if we could just do that and feel like it's okay. You know, you're, you know, I love everyone unconditionally and you were doing the best you could. If you can do that, awesome. And, and sometimes I can do that. And, but I love this idea of giving ourselves permission to move forward. That's it's, awesome. And then we're, we're actually focusing on the future. And so the, the other thing that is probably the, the major change that I wrote about in this book is realizing that everything that is going on in your life is part, can be part of the pathway to your manifestation. Because we usually think about manifestation as the big thing that we want, the boyfriend, the girlfriend, the getting married, the, the house, the car, more money in the bank account. It's all very clearly defined. But as long as we're thinking of the manifestation solely in that way, it's so easy to feel like we're not making any progress because we can always say, but it's not here yet. Where is it? And we start thinking about how is it going to happen? And when we think about the how, which is actually the universe's job, that's where we get gummed up and start to doubt it. 
having that, we're not really sure if it's actually going to happen or not. And um, instead, if we notice everything that happens as we raise our vibration, that's a little bit better and a little bit different and take note of it as evidence, then we're, we notice that we're on the pathway. Everything can be evidence that we are on the path. And I keep an evidence list on my computer. It's, it's a document. And when it, I mean, as often as it feels good to do it, I go on there and I mean, it is long pages of things and they don't all have to be big things. They could be hearing from an old friend, you know, uh, my son's sending me flowers for mother's day that it's, it's on there. I mean, that is big to me. There, there's a lot of things or meeting this new person who was so we just clicked that day or someone sending me this email saying they love my book, just little things. But when you go back and reread through that list, you realize there are a lot of good things happening in my life. I should pay more attention to them. And so I have everybody keep an evidence journal. I love that. Yeah, the evidence journal, it takes you out of that mindset of why isn't anything happening? Because everything is happening. And then you can say, I'm on my path. And then the way that you use that going forward is to, in every moment, think what, you know, we have choices of what we're going to do. You said you haven't had a, a quiet moment today, and hopefully you will. I later. will. And then you think, what would feel best to do right now? And it's a lot of times it's referred to, and I've written posts about this as following your highest excitement. And sometimes you think, wait, excitement? Like, there's not exactly any exciting option available to me right at the moment. But if you take that as choosing from everything that's available to you right now in this moment, what is best and doing that, then you're always on the path that those, cause those, whatever that is, even if it's something minor, like I'm going to light a candle, which I did while mm-hmm. I'm talking to Constance cause I love talking <laughs> to her and I'm going to enjoy getting to tell people about my book. I'm on the pathway to the other things that I want. Um, so there's always a choice to like do something that, or think about something that's not, not preferred. You'd rather not, or doing something you don't really want to do. And maybe you do need to do it, but you could do it at another time. But always choosing, I mean, it's called your highest excitement, but whatever is the best thing that, that comes to mind for you to do in the moment. And that way you can know you're on the pathway and it starts to create that feeling that things are working out for you. With that and that's what changes it. everything. I love it, man. I have so many questions for you. Uh, you talk about creating an awesomeness list. What, what does oh. that mean? Is that the same thing as your your evidence list? Let me go back to the evidence list. I think that that's so powerful because it keeps you steady. And you're looking at okay, if you want to lose 25 pounds and you've only lost two. I'm juicing every day. I'm walking an extra mile. I'm drinking an extra, I drank an extra glass of water today. So those would all be small evidence yeah. signs. Right. Or this person uh, 
sent me this email that was so lovely, like, you know, any little thing or got to talk to this old friend. Um, it, it, it just keeps you in this feeling of there's a lot, there are actually a lot of good things that are happening and I am on my path. And even if I haven't lost the 10 pounds, I lost two pounds. How, you know, I feel good in my clothes today. That feels better than why haven't I lost the other eight pounds? It's just, you are making progress. And the, I was just thinking when you said the difference between evidence list and awesomeness list that, yeah, my evidence list is pretty awesome. It is. It's really awesome. But the awesomeness list, that is something I started using with people maybe three years ago or so. It struck me. I was working with a client. I have to say she would be someone who on paper and, and in real life, she's amazing. She's a doctor. She's in her 30s. She won an award for like best internist in Chicago. She's a certified yoga instructor. It's just like, what? Like, what else are you going to do next? And she happens to be like a lovely, lovely person. And she really wanted to find a relationship. And I thought, I don't think she sees herself as we, we've talked about before, as powerful, powerful as she really is. So I said, why don't you write down the things about you that are awesome? Because I could make a list right now during our first coaching call, just from talking to you for an hour, I could make a huge list. Why don't you try that? She did that. And she said to me, Susan, I've never thought about myself that way before. It was so powerful. And her, she said she talked to her mother and her mother said, you know, you stick with Susan that she's the best thing that's happened to you. You're acting totally differently. Like you, you're just coming at, coming across differently. And there was a guy she was interested in, another doctor, and he ended up asking her out within a few days of making that list. And it, that was not an accident. It was that she started putting out there the way she was feeling about herself. She just changed how she was viewing herself. And it's, it's worked with so many people. I, a guy that I'm working with uh, very recently, he also, I mean, he went to like MIT and Harvard Business School. Like and you. has his own company. He's, he's amazing. But he was just being very serious, working really hard. And I had him make his awesomeness list. And all of a sudden his online dating went from like a lot of misses this is crazy, but he had a, a date every day for the week, like seven different people. And I had to tell him like, okay, okay, this is getting a look. We're going to have to do a demanifestation session very soon. But he said he realized more of what he was really like. So he was coming across more authentically to these women. And he just recently now we've gotten we've, we've brought it down from the seven dates a week. I said, you know, that is frenetic. And you really want to meet a long-term person this, you know, I'm glad that's happening, but let's, let's slow it down a little bit. But um, he had the best date he said he's had ever with someone that would, he never would have expected before it. She wasn't on his checklist and the awesomeness list I feel is what, kicked everything into gear. So yeah. I think that's an incredible tool. I tell you, I could ask you 10 more questions, but we don't have the time. So I'm going to say to listeners, you've got to get this book. Her Harvard brain 
makes it so detailed but yet so simple to walk through and I love the principles and the how-tos and even just some of the examples you know that you share with listeners it is very powerful and I said to her I've read a lot of law of attraction books but just even your definition of the law of attraction and even when I heard you say it again it was like I was like yeah you know, that that is it. So tell listeners, how can they get your book? How can they reach you? What services do you offer? What is your website, contact information, all of the above? Okay, sure. And I let me see. I've got some notes here because I want to make sure I don't forget anything. Um, we got five minutes. Okay. Um, my website is howtoallow.net. And if you go on there and just scroll down, you'll find a whole section on coaching. And the way um, it works is that I have a, a place where you can request a free coaching session so that we can see if it's a match. And um, they, it will take you to a page where you fill out a brief questionnaire just so I know what's up, like what, why you're contacting me and what, what you'd like to work on. And we have the call and I can give you the, the terms about how it works. And I have a variety of arrangements with clients depending upon what it is they're trying to change in their lives, like how long we think okay. we might want to work together. A lot of people, we work together for the first period and then all of this good stuff is happening and they say, no, I, I don't want to lose this support. Let's keep going. Because okay. they, they've usually improved their financial situation. They're not like worried about that anymore. So um, that's how that works. My Facebook page, the business page is under how to allow. My first book is how to allow. And I think Constance mentioned the whole title that is on Amazon. And I could, um, I could post the links on my Facebook how to allow page. Um, and, 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 and when in the, in the show description, I'll make sure that I you know, put the links on there. So the, the one that you sent me for, for your notebook that people can click. That'd can be click on. Okay. I mentioned that that's, um, you're not stuck. It's right now, for some reason, Facebook has it. A lot of things can come up like nonstick, you know, all of these things. So I know a lot of people who have found the book have, have typed in you're not stuck book, and then it goes right to it. Um, and it's available in Kindle or paperback. A lot of people have gotten the paperback just because they, have told me they want to keep rereading it. Um, actually, I, it was so touching. One person sent me an email on, or a text actually on New Year's Day, said, Susan, thank you for writing the best book ever. And I plan on rereading this at least one or two pages every day just to keep myself in that zone. And I had another client just contact me who I actually got connected with because of Constance. She heard me talking to Constance years ago on a radio show when she was in a really bad, it was a bad time for her. And she heard that show and she contacted me and we've been working together ever since. And what an example of how of the synchronicities that work when people are putting that energy out there. And she, she just signed a record deal in the last month. So I'm really proud of her. Um, yeah, the link for um, you're not stuck. If we post that on Facebook, we got it. Mm-hmm. That would be that would be good. Just because there's that little bit of confusion with the 
stick stuck, but so it's you're not stuck on Amazon in both versions and how to allow is there also if you haven't read that, it can be a good foundation for you're not stuck. But if you are pretty familiar with law of attraction, then I think you're not stuck is it takes it to a different level. And I still recommend some of you know at least one or two of the things from how to allow because they're just so effective like the daily tool that I have in there, I still use it just because it works. It changes your vibration. So I still recommend that, but I love this new easy breezy approach, taking a lighter touch to manifesting, letting go of the past and focusing forward. And, you know, the idea of forgiveness and expanding your definition of manifestation. So it's like realizing as long as you're on that path, everything really is working out for you. And the ideal vibration to be in is things are working out for me. I if you think that. about it, I mean, I feel that numb feeling right now, just saying that where your body kind of like when you're meditating and you get the tingle, if you can feel like, you know, everything really is, lots of things are working out for me. It doesn't have to be everything. I like, I, as I wrote in the book, I like to say, Things are working out for things really are working out for me, or lots of things are working out for me. And every time I say that, it just feels like forward things momentum. Yeah. Everybody visit her website. Uh, thank you, Susan, so much. It's a powerful book. I've read it twice. I got the Kindle edition, and uh, it's very, very powerful. And uh, we will have the link in the show description that you can click on. And of course, you could go okay. to her website. And thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. You're it, welcome. It's really been my pleasure. <laughs> so, everybody, as I say every week, uh, tell your friends about the show. Um, I say tell at least five of your friends about the show. And uh, y'all know my new mantra for 2021 is get happy, stay happy, be happy, and see what happens. Everybody, have a great week. That. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Hi, I'm Randy, and this is Dave. We're the founders of Bombas, the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. So comfortable, we sold and donated millions of pairs. To sell and donate a lot of socks, we became obsessed with comfort. We reinvented the sock from the ground up, adding comfort innovations along the way. It worked. People tried them, loved them, told their friends about them. Helping us sell and donate millions of pairs. Try them now at bombas.com slash comfy and get 20% off your first order. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash comfy.